This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello again, and welcome to Retirement Talk with Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors. As always, we want to thank you for joining us on our program today. Last week, we aired an interview with Mike and Kim Burkhart. They're with the Travis Burkhart Foundation, and their son Travis was in a horrific auto accident back in 2008. And that uh, eventually led to them uh, creating the Travis Burkhart Foundation. And uh, the purpose of their foundation is to bring hope to those facing sudden or prolonged injury uh, or uh, illness diagnosis like a cancer. And they uh, can help with a variety of needs that typically are not covered by insurance. And we wanted to help uh, them get the word out. And uh, we uh, very much uh, appreciated them making their self available last week uh, to, uh, to be on our show. If you missed that information, I hope you'll go to our website, Compass Retirement Advisors, LLC.com, click on the radio tab uh, and listen to that information. Maybe uh, there's someone in your family, uh, maybe there's a neighbor that uh, can use uh, a little uh, extra help, some encouragement, uh, information, and there's also financial help available. So uh, uh, go back to the radio tab on the website and listen to that. Or if you are subscribing to uh, Retirement Talk with Mike Graber uh, via podcast, uh, maybe on uh, Apple Play or Spotify, you can listen to that Travis Burkhart Foundation interview. And you can also listen to all of our past uh, episodes dating back to January of 2021. Uh, Today we pick up with part two of a show that's titled how to know you're ready to retire. Tony Shore uh, is with me again, as always. Tony, uh, welcome. Uh, great to have you with us. And uh, I'm uh, looking forward to tackling part two of uh, how to know you're ready to retire. Well, uh, if I am uh, if I want to sleep in in the mornings, does that mean I'm ready to retire? If, I, if I'm a little tired? It, it, it might, Tony. It might. You know, everybody has their own goals, you know. No, that's uh, <laughs> that's true. Everybody's situation is different, as you're always, that's right. as you're that's always right. pointing out. And it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, this is actually a great topic, and I'm glad we came back to it. I know we had that great interview last week. Such a touching story. I really encourage our listeners out there, if they did not hear last week's show to go to your website and go to the radio page and listen to last week's show uh, about the Travis Foundation. I just think it it was so impactful and that's such important work they're doing, uh, helping people in need uh, with large medical bills in times of crisis. So that was great. So uh, where are we starting, Mike, here with uh, how do we know when it's time to retire? Well, we uh, were looking at an Investopedia article, and the, the title of that article is Six Signs That You're Ready to Retire. And the last point that we covered on the prior show was, uh, you know, budgeting uh, off of your uh, investment total. And, 
you know, there's been a rule of thumb for many years, you know, it's called the the 4% rule. And, and we've mentioned that we think that needs to be toned down quite a bit uh, in light of uh, the market performance and interest rates to around a 2.6% of your investment total. And if you add uh, social security to that, um, you know, that's a fair indication of, of where for most people, uh, there's a, a good income number that, that hopefully is reliable. So again, I hope our listeners go back and maybe listen to part one and uh, put those uh, notes with uh, today's uh, part two. But uh, we're going to pick up now with uh, the next uh, maybe sign that you're ready to retire, and that is uh, having an updated portfolio. You know, that may be uh, an indication that you are on good footing uh, to begin retirement. And maybe ask yourself uh, this question, you know, how long has it been since you sat down with your advisor and really took a a deep look uh, and reviewed uh, your investment portfolio? Uh, Investopedia lists uh, three factors that uh, may be uh, helpful in determining if you're able to live off uh, the savings that you've accumulated when you retire. And and the first one obviously is just, you know, what's the, the size of that savings or uh, investment portfolio. Uh, point two in the article, you know, what is the uh, expected growth rate uh, on that portfolio over the coming years? And point three, uh, what kind of withdrawals uh, will you need to make in order to maintain your preferred lifestyle? And within those three points, there's several uh, things that, that come to mind that we need to consider. And right now, I think uh, economically with the, the fiscal picture, here uh, in our country uh, with uh, the the looming debt burden that we talk about almost every week, um, the debt deficit, unfunded liabilities, that expected growth rate uh, can uh, really uh, alter, you know, that your retirement forecast. If you assume a number that's uh, too uh, high, that's too optimistic, uh, and the markets don't perform up to that, then uh, there may be some shortfalls that coming in. We've mentioned uh, this, Tony, over uh, past shows that, you know, Goldman Sachs, Barclays, and Bank of America, and Stiefel have all come out over, I'd say, the last nine months with uh, their take on the the coming decade, and they're looking for things to be, you know, relatively flat. So, uh, again, if if, um, the big Wall Streeters are are not uh, predicting the rates of return that, that we've seen here over maybe the last five years, excluding some of these uh, recent corrections. Uh, if your assumptions are based on seven, eight, nine percent, you really might want to uh, reconsider that. Uh, our approach is to use very conservative uh, projections like three, fours, and, and fives. And if we can get you to an income number using very conservative uh, projections, then our hope is that's going to give you a lot of peace of mind knowing that uh, each month that check's going to show up in your mailbox or show up uh, direct deposit. And uh, you're not going to be too concerned about what's happening uh, daily, you know, uh, in, in the market. So we want to, you know, build our uh, income plans uh, with what we feel are um, expectations uh, for, for growth rates that, that are realistic, considering all the factors that uh, we talk about here on Retirement Talk uh, with Mike Graber. Uh, And uh, let's also uh, not forget, you know, we're dealing with a period right now of uh, 
uh, extreme market volatility. Yeah. We've got inflation at uh, four decade highs, uh, and and those can uh, impact that portfolio. So again, if you've not met with your advisor uh, and, and looked at how uh, all this uh, negativity is affecting your portfolio and what uh, that might do to your income forecast, I would really encourage you uh, to do that. So. You know, here on our show, we avoid getting too detailed about uh, individual investments uh, because we simply don't have the time to, I think, adequately discuss rules and nuances that uh, come along with that. But what I I will say is that uh, if uh, an investment portfolio is a significant part of of your financial strategy, uh, in my opinion, it's uh, essential to work with uh, an advisor uh, who uh, is keeping a close eye on uh, the performance, the composition of your portfolio, and that you're using uh, expected growth rates that are, are reflective of today's uh, financial, economic, and even uh, political world, Tony. Yeah. Well, and speaking personally, listening to you talk, especially now with all the market volatility that's going on, I certainly wouldn't want to navigate the markets without the guidance of a trusted financial advisor, a financial services professional such as yourself. I mean, why go it alone, right? Uh, You really need to make sure you don't make mistakes that could be very costly at this point. That's that's true. And and I know uh, a number of people maybe don't have uh, a financial advisor because most of their funds are in their 401k at work and they don't have uh, maybe an outside portfolio. But uh, I would encourage you, if, if, that, if that's uh, who you are and you're sitting there today without an advisor, but you've got large sums of money you know, in your company plan, go ahead and, and contact us and, and we can advise you, uh, you know, on those uh, funds, on those uh, in investment uh, options. We can use those numbers, pull those into projected uh, income plans. And it's, it's never too early. Uh, to start, you know, taking uh, a picture of where you are today and where you need to go. And um, that's, I I think, uh, a valuable service that an advisor can uh, provide, even if your funds are not with the advisor. So reach out to us. You can reach me at 812-787-0809. I'd be happy to review that, even if uh, you don't have uh, funds with us. Uh, We just uh, care about helping people uh, put together their plan and uh, maybe we'll be able to uh, do more work together uh, down the road at some point. Uh, Next point uh, to know if you're ready to uh, maybe retire is uh, to make sure that everybody uh, in in the household's on the same page, Tony. You know, if you and and the spouse are aligned in maybe your vision for retirement, that can be a, a really good sign that you're ready. Um, you know, if you're retiring uh, both around the same time, just a lot of conversations, uh, are needed. Uh, if you're retiring now and your spouse isn't going to retire for a few years, again, a lot of conversations needed, a lot of planning. It can get complicated and you need to take that into consideration and not just isolate your situation separate from your spouse's. When it comes to retirement planning, you have to take both into consideration, don't you? You sure do. And, and there's going to be a lot of give and take uh, during um, you know that, that season of, of planning. Uh, both of you uh, agree on you know um, our finances are squared away and, and we both are, are comfortable with the decisions that we're going to make. And there's a lot of uh, you know emotional change that comes 
you know, with uh, a big change like uh, you know, retirement, uh, lifestyles are going to change. Uh, and as I said, if one spouse is going to retire and, and the other is going to work for a while, that retiring spouse, um, you know, has to consider, you know, maybe living solo, you know, during the day or, or whenever the spouse is at work. So just a lot of things to consider. You want to have uh, those conversations uh, and uh, give it a little break, come back to it, talk some more, give it a break, come back to it and, and work through a, a process that can help you lead to a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be smart about it. I, I think that's key. And I've really enjoyed the focus today, Mike, knowing uh, when it may be time to retire, figuring that out. So what do you have for us next? Well, I, I want to stick with uh, uh, today's you know theme uh, by uh, discussing the pluses and minuses that come with uh, retiring at maybe uh, different uh, ages. Uh, there's a, a different Investopedia article, and the title of this one is When to Retire, the Pros and Cons of Different Ages. And I think there's some uh, good points in here, uh, some information that I would even say is essential for consideration. And the first one is uh, looking at uh, early retirement, which uh, is considered anything uh, typically before age 65. And we'll recall that, you know, in most cases, uh, you don't qualify for Social Security until you're 62. And even then, uh, you're going to receive less than you would if you waited until your full retirement age and, and uh, uh, your full retirement age or FRA that's whenever you are going to receive your full retirement benefit. And everyone uh, should know how many years uh, and how many months uh, is your, your full retirement age. Mine is 66 uh, and 10 months. At that time, I can get my full benefit and uh, everyone needs to, to know that it's part of planning. Um, you know, this might mean that, you know, early retirement isn't possible for, for some people unless they have uh, a separate uh, income source that's uh, adequate to cover, you know, both uh, their uh, needs as well as, as the wants and, and the desires. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm guessing that early retirement is also going to have implications on health insurance, right? If people are retiring early before they're eligible for Medicare. Tony, you know, that uh, is an issue that I see uh, more and more. Uh, in fact, there was a couple uh, in my office on Monday. Um, they have uh, adequate um, 401k and, and IRA balances and, and Social Security uh, income uh, whenever they reach full retirement age. But, you know, they were wanting to retire early. And, and the biggest uh, impediment to that was just uh, the, the cost for health care until they became eligible, you know, for uh, Medicare and uh, full retirement age on, on the Social Security. So it certainly, certainly is uh, a, a major consideration. Uh, you know, a person, if they were to go out and apply for health insurance that complies with the Affordable Care Act, you know, who knows really what that number is. It could be 450 a month or, or, or more, uh, depending on, uh, you know, what you might qualify for in that program. And then you have to take a look at uh, Medicare Part B premiums, which are going to be around $170 a month now for uh, Part B. 
And then you've got to pick up, um, you know, the prescription drugs and uh, just a lot of, of consideration there. And I think this is where our before and after budget uh, form can be helpful. Um, you know, uh, Medicare uh, Part B, we list on there. Uh, we list, you know, prescription drug costs on there. So you, you definitely want to go through a little exercise, uh, you know, what are, what's my budget now? And what's my budget going to look like when I uh, make that transition and have to pay for the Medicare uh, Part B and also have to pay for this prescription drug costs? So, you know, Social Security and, and health insurance uh, numbers, premiums, you know, they can be alarming, certainly. Um, and I'm not, you know, saying that as an effort to talk anyone out of uh, retiring early if that's what you want to do, but rather uh, these numbers are, are just a reminder that early retirement uh, likely mean, means that uh, there has to be an income source or, or other assets that you can uh, tap to fill that gap while you're waiting until uh, the more uh, traditional uh, retirement age. Well, yeah, and that there's so many aspects of that to take into consideration uh, if you want to retire early. But speaking of traditional retirement age, Remind us what that is. I mean, what is the traditional retirement age for most people? Well, the, the article is going to uh, say that normal retirement age is anything between 66 uh, and 70. Um, for most people, you know, retiring at this age means that you know, they've uh, hit their, their savings and assets goals, um, and they'll also receive their full monthly Social Security payment. Um, which, you know, you play that out over uh, a lot of years in retirement, maybe, you know, 30 years of retirement, that can be a significant uh, boost to, you know, quality uh, of life, you know, not giving up um, a reduction in Social Security, you know, factor that over 25 or 30 years, it's really uh, going to be a large number. So uh, holding off on retirement uh, until you fall in these traditional uh, age categories also means that you've got a little more time to pad uh, that tax deferred retirement account, which again, those are things like 401ks and IRAs. Um, you know, this year people 50 and older can uh, kick in around $7,000 to a, a traditional IRA or Roth. And uh, the article also uh, states and reminds us that if you're in a 401k, uh, you can contribute as much as 27,000 of your salary this year and you pick up an employer, you know, match on that. So each year that you can wait, you're able to, to grow that asset. And another really important point here, when we're talking about when to retire, when we're looking at um, employing some tax strategies uh, into uh, this overall retirement income plan, maybe, uh, you know, utilizing a couple of, uh, uh, of our planning techniques that help lower your tax rate when you are retired. That means you have more in your pocket to spend because less is going to Uncle Sam. Um, sometimes that takes five, six, seven, nine years to fully implement. You know, our goal is to uh, execute a number of uh, financial moves that put you as close to a zero federal income tax uh, rate as possible during retirement. And uh, every dollar of tax that we can save you as an individual is one less dollar that uh, your investments have to produce. And so uh, we talk about, uh, you know, tax smart retirement or, 
our tax-savvy retirement strategies, uh, the number of years that we're working with uh, before you retire um, is really key. Uh, last uh, but certainly not least, you know, waiting uh, until 65 uh, to retire you know, means that you are eligible for Medicare, and we've discussed that just a couple of minutes ago. You know, it's significantly more affordable than the cost of private insurance plans uh, for uh, many older people. So again, we have to keep this big picture view uh, and understand how uh, this decision impacts another decision, fit all these pieces together so that uh, your retirement uh, can uh, bring about all those hopes and dreams that you've worked and sacrificed and saved for over over many, many years. Wow. Uh, and uh, it seems as though there would certainly be other financial benefits to working later in life, right? Into your 70s? Oh, there, there, there certainly are. And, uh, you know, uh, that, that's another place where, where time itself, you know, is your financial friend, you know, in conduct, sure. conjunction with uh, you're working into your 70s. Uh, you, again, I, I said earlier, you have more time to, to work on that financial plan uh, and to maybe uh, finish off uh, a, a process of transactions that maybe are going to take five, six, seven years and you can get the, those done. But, you know, whether it's paying off debt, you know, building up that cash reserve, you know, stuffing some more money in that 401k uh, retirement. You know, enhancing those portfolios. The longer you wait to retire, uh, the more likely it is that you'll be able to, you know, get uh, every last drop of value into those accounts that you can. So, having said all this, you know, if your goal is to retire uh, in your early 70s, uh, you also should prepare yourself for the possibility that uh, it, it may not uh, be up to you. And we're going to run out of time here. We won't get to cover this last point um, uh, in total. But uh, there's uh, some uh, information out there, things to consider uh, if you do decide to, to wait until past 70. But you can give us a call here at Compass Retirement Advisors, 812-787-0809, and we'll be happy to just uh, kind of walk through what uh, your, your age options are and how the income plan would look if you retire at, at various ages. And uh, at least get something uh, in black and white that you can look at and we can uh, do some projections with. All right. Uh, I, okay. Hey, I want to just uh, alert our listeners. We've got uh, some uh, additional special guests coming up here over the next uh, several weeks. We got Maya McGinnis from the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget. She'll be making a return visit to uh, our show. Um, and then Brett Anderson from IUL Digest uh, is, is going to make uh, another appearance. And then one that I'm looking forward to, Tony, I'm going to have uh, a member of uh, our insurance shop uh, staff on to talk about risk management. You know, protecting your financial assets with the right types of insurance uh, is important. Uh, not having the right insurance or enough insurance, uh, and then uh, there's a liability situation that comes up, uh, might erode your ability to save for retirement. So we're going to do a, a show and, and talk about things like uh, – uh, replacement cost, uh, co-insurance, deductibles, actual cash value. Uh, and so uh, just a few things that we're going to have coming uh, down the road here uh, as we, we move into fall. But uh, that's it for this edition of uh, Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. I uh, hope you'll uh, go to our uh, website uh, and check out the radio tab, compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. But call me at 812-787-0809. And let's set up a first conversation. Come into my office or I'll come and, and meet you at your location. And uh, let's just do a review. 
see where you are. And uh, maybe uh, if we need to tweak some things, we can do that together. But we look forward to uh, to hearing from you. That's it uh, for this week. Uh, Join us again next uh, Sunday for Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by Creative One Wealth LLC, a registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and Creative One Wealth LLCs are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Provided content is for overview and informational purposes only and is not intended and should not be relied upon as individual tax, legal, fiduciary, or investment advice. Each individual situation will vary and opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to representation. The information contained herein is based on our understanding of current tax law. The tax and legislative information may be subject to change and different interpretations. We recommend that you seek professional legal advice for applicability to your personal situation.